Moncrief on News Talk. Anyway, Tom, uh, time for Tell Me Why with Graham Finley. If you have a question for Graham, you can send it in to afternoon at newstalk.com. Today's question is How did people describe the years before the BC stroke AD system came in? And Graham joins us now on News Talk. Good afternoon, Graham. Good afternoon. Uh, so, when did this system, who introduced this system of the kind of after Christ system, and uh, uh, when was that introduced? Yep, so it was a guy called Dionysius Exiguus, which is a great name, and he was basically in the sort of border of Romania and Bulgaria in 525 when he decided to introduce the AD system. Um, so he was the first person to, to say, actually, it's AD 525, um, or Anno Domini, or the year of our Lord, 525. And um, he was doing it as part of to try, you know, the, the project to calculate when Easter was going to fall, but also to replace the previous system which people were using to count the years, which had been um, instituted by the great and uh, Roman reforming emperor Diocletian um, from his own reign, <laughs> you know, uh, and he did so because Diocletian was famous for also persecuting the Christians, and he didn't think that we should have Diocletian years, we should have years of our Lord. So, so that's what he went with um, in, in 525, and it took an awful long time to, to catch on. Right. Okay. Why did it take an awful long time to catch on? Might one factor have been that different parts of the world had different years? Everybody had different years. It's really kind of a remarkable story. So every single um, culture we can think of in in, in ancient history had its own way of numbering years. And it it all seems to have developed as their sort of bureaucratic needs uh, occurred. So, you know, the more you have what looks like a state which needs to, to keep records and things like that, the, the more you get a press pressure just, just to have years, but also to have a kind of standardization. Um, but what you saw was, you know, in Japan, for example, every province would have its own calendar, which, you know, obviously isn't madly convenient. Um, similarly, I mean, lots of different cultures had different ways of, of, of counting the years. Um, it's kind of striking that in, in sort of the great religions of the book, it all tends to date back to some really important event. And then you see the years going forward, um, like with Before Christ and Anno Domini. Uh, you know, you see the years going forward as, as hearkening back to that event. And, and in the uh, BCAD system, it's the hinge of Christ's birth, uh, you know, which all previous time and then all time since hinges upon, as it were. But other other cultures would just name years after what happened in those years. The year of the big flood, the year I stubbed my toe, or, or something like that. Maybe something more important than that. Right. Um, and also, maybe who was in power, right? Um, and so, in in Rome, you would have had both kinds, right? You'd have had ab urde, urbe condita from the founding of Rome, so it was the 700th year after the founding of Rome, uh, but also in the year that so-and-so was consul. And this is really annoying. If you look at Roman inscriptions, sometimes they, because they're tired, you know, lazy, and they don't want to carve too many things into stone, you just get like CBI cons. And, you know, you're supposed to remember that's when CBI was consul, con, you know, consul and what his name was and things like that. Um, and this was complicated by the fact that people were consul numerous times. And so you had to have a sort of the third time so-and-so was consul. Uh, you know, it, it's really, really a bit messy. So you can see why there'd be an interest in, in some kind of continuous chronology. But at the same time, people really like doing things their own way. And uh, it's only by about the 7th century that we start seeing it in print, 
the Venerable Bede starts using it, and he in, seems to invent the idea of that there was time before Christ, because he wants to describe events in his history of England, like Julius Caesar invading the place, um, things which happened before Christ's birth. Um, but uh, you know that really only becomes absolutely common even throughout Europe by the 15th century. So it takes a really long time. Wow, and were they still England, they were still using the Roman system up to that point, or what were they? They were using. using all kinds of systems. So, so it spreads from Britain to France and from, from France to Italy. But in Italy, they were still using some modified versions of the Roman system. The last holdout was Portugal uh, in 1422, finally gets rid of the era of the Caesars, which sort of dates back to um, about 40 or 50 years before, uh, 38 years, I think it is, before uh, the birth of Jesus. Um, from uh, some sort of date in the in the sort of imperial Roman uh, colonization or, or, or absorption of Spain and, and Portugal and of the Iberian Peninsula, uh, uh, Peninsula generally. So yeah, they um, they were comfortable with that. I mean, it was relatively simple. You just add, well, I think it was 38 years or something like that to to your your anno domini date, and, and there you go, you've got the same thing. So it's okay. not like again, you know, the Chinese systems where. Um, and, and this is really interesting. It makes it hard to translate these things which are looking back to some significant date and then sees all of human history as evolving forward from that date. It's really hard to reconcile that to secular, cyclical systems, uh, which, um, like the Chinese system, which really emphasizes 60-year cycles. Um, each year has its own name, mm. which is a combination of a, of a stem uh, word and uh, one of the signs of the, the Chinese zodiac. Um, or the Mayan sort of long count, which has really long cycles and, and smaller cycles, um, which is in some ways a different view of history, right? If, if history is constantly sort of cyclical and repeating, that's different from the kind of linear, linear picture of, uh, of uh, history that we get with the, the peoples of the book. Yeah. Does it, and even in those days, say in Europe, parts of Europe are using uh, the new, uh, um, uh, it, it all started with the birth of Christ system. People were using other systems. Did everybody agree when the 1st of January was or whatever name they called it? Oh, that's another problem. I mean, so it, it helps if you have a list of who ruled where, when. But these lists have gotten corrupted. In fact, the Egyptian one is really fascinating because it's like, we know there was a list of, of pharaohs, um, but then we lost it. And then there was another one, you know, and we got that was destroyed as well, you know. Uh, so, uh, and, 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 you know, a lot of stuff involves people just making stuff up or putting mythical things into it. Um, Isaac Newton was tremendously concerned with this. Um, trying to get a good chronology of ancient history, again, so we'd have a clear idea of what happened and when. But he started putting in, you know, centaurs and, and, and Jason and the Argonauts into it, which, you know, are of dubious historical um, <laughs> existence, right? And, and, and so there's this problem of, of the, the corruption of the actual calendar. Uh, and so people have, you know, historians now really struggle to try and figure out uh, when stuff happened. Uh, and one of the best ways to go is um, astronomical data. Uh, so if something big happened in the skies, uh, like a meteor or uh, a, a solstice, or uh, sorry, I'm, I'm saying an eclipse, right? Mm. Um, or also the, the solstices, you know, then you've got a sense of when stuff happened. And, and that we don't know exactly how Dionysius decided when the year one was. And this is an interesting thing as well. There is no year zero. 
um, either in Bede or in Dionysius, mm. because that concept had not gotten to them yet. It had been invented in India in the 7th century, but it had not made it to, to Bede yet. Uh, and it certainly wasn't around for Dionysius. So the year before AD 1 uh, is 1 BC. Right. If if you you know, there's no zero. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, anyway, to get on to things, the, all the years which different groups were were following were um, started at different times. The Diocletian year started in August. The the Greek year started at the summer solstice. Um, the official Roman year, not the Diocletian one, was January the first. It's a mess. Right. Okay. But presumably, did it become uniform largely because of the power of the Catholic Church? Yes. I mean, and, and again, the religious importance of all these things really can't be um, overestimated. Um, you know, the Jewish calendar, which also is adopted quite late, maybe sort of the ninth century, it becomes really popular, goes back to the beginning of the world, um, which people uh, familiar with Northern Irish politics will realize was about 4,000 years before um, AD starts. Um, and it's, you know, it's the, the, the need to have the festivals at the right time. Uh, was what's really, really driving it, both in the Chinese calendar and in the Jewish calendar, and especially for the purposes of, of AD becoming dominant, the, the, the Catholic Church and churches generally. Uh, I mean, one of the great contributions was Irishman James Usher's calculation of exactly when the world was created, um, which was 4004 BC, if you're asking. A common belief among certain unionists as well. I- indeed, yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, so they haven't gone away, you know. Um, mm. And we deride, perhaps, um, poor Mr. Usher, who was a great um, a provost of, of Trinity College Dublin. Um, but it was really, really scholarly. I mean, he, he tried to use the astronomical data, you know, uh, to, to, to verify things. He had incredible learning for a man, you know, uh, of his age to, of the 17th century to, to be able to do this. And he was actually on the cusp of the transformation of, of, of the church from Catholicism to, to what happened afterwards, right? You know, so he, um, he um, you know, he was really got to live through those very, very dramatic events. Uh, and, and, and so, you know, while we may scorn it, you know, he was trying his best. And, and another big problem is generations. So some historians, including Usher, try to go through the bagats and talk about various generations of people. But some people say there are three generations in 100 years, others that it's every 40 years for a generation. You can imagine if you go back two or 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 years, you're going to be pretty far out depending on whether you're using 33 years for a generation or 40 years for a generation. So, so this is not, this is not um, an easy stuff. And it's remarkable how many of the great philosophers got to, to mix it up in this, this field. Aristotle was really concerned to find out when the first Olympic Games was held uh, hmm. uh, because that was also a way people t- tried to measure years. You know, the, the, every four years there was the Olympic Games, and then you would know where you were if you could find out whenever the first one was. So, yeah, the, I mean, we needed a common parlance, and in fact, this has been enshrined in an international standards organization um, edict, which has declared that, you know, AD um, is, uh, or in our modern version, uh, controversial, common era, right, uh, CE, uh, is the standard for dates internationally, even mm. as they say in a sort of disclaimer that this requires no commitment to any you know, beliefs about why it's the common era and certainly not to it being the year of our Lord. Uh, because, right. of course, those, but, these are but, standards for the whole world. Uh, but when you say CE, it's still the same year. It doesn't change it. 
Indeed. And in fact, there are controversies surrounding Common Era, but the actual use, and a lot of people may think this is some kind of PC thing, which has only been around since the 1970s or 80s or something like that. But in fact, there are references to the Common Era, and there were lots of other competing systems and way of describing things. But Common Era as a word for what we might be tempted to call AD, going all the way back to 1708. So it's, it's not that new. Uh, but it has become more popular because it seems more inclusive but it's also potentially controversial because the reason um, it is now the common era is because of the projection of force of Western powers around the world, right, mm. or imperialism, uh, which has made everybody's common era the same as, as, as people in the West. Ah, are there any parts, I mean, apart from the obvious exa- uh, exception of the Chinese, are there any parts of the world that are kind of holdouts against the whole common era or AD thing? Not that I know of, but I mean, there are lots and lots of people who use, at least in, for all their religious uh, tasks and all, all the setting of festivals and, and, and important days, um, still use the calendar, whether it's uh, Iran and Persia, China. Uh, I mean, China and everybody else has accepted for the purposes of communicating with other people and, and day-to-day dates, the Gregorian calendar and, and, and uh, Common Era or slash A.D., but, um, you know, the, the Muslim calendar, for example, is, is, has reason to be seen as the most accurate because the, it dates back to the Hijra, which is Muhammad's flight from uh, Mecca to Medina. And uh, that was within the living memory of Umar the Caliph, Umar I, who was writing lots of letters, which he, you know, and his, and his uh, officials noticed that he wasn't putting any dates on them. You know, and you need, you know, to have some kind of records and dates for, for the Caliph. Uh, and so he said, right. The, the calendar starts with the Hijra, which he remembers, right? You know, it was 17 years ago, you know, uh, and, uh, and so unlike the beginning of the world, right, or, or Christ's birth, which almost certainly did not happen at the point zero um, mm-hmm. or at the just before um, AD 1, for eight, you know, AD 1, um, it's probably between 9 and, and 2nd BC, they think. But um, so, yeah, it's um, the, the, the Muslim calendar is still used uh, to calculate uh, Ramadan and, and, and things like that. And, and you will still see references to these years um, in people's religious writings. Uh, Graham, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was uh, Graham Finley there. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break. After that, what hairdressers can do with all that hair? Moncrief on News Talk.